Welcome to the next episode of The Curveball, a podcast brought to you by Jersey Business. My name's Chris Morris, and today I'm speaking to Glenn Perot, a commercial photographer based in Jersey who grew up in New York and has worked for close to 20 years in the States and London as an advertising photographer before moving to the island. Today, we talk about the challenges when finding yourself a traditional film-based photographer in a digital world, amongst other curveballs Glenn has experienced on his journey to where he finds himself today. I hope you enjoy. Hi Glenn, how are you today? Very well, thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about how you kind of started on your journey? So how did you kind of get into the career that you're in now? Okay, well, um, a, a bit about myself first, a bit about background. I was born in London, but raised in New York. Okay. Uh, so at a very early age, I knew that um, the arts was where I was, where my journey was going to go. Um, so I, I kind of started with uh, filmmaking. I wanted to be a filmmaker. Okay. Uh, amazingly enough, but at such an early age, uh, making films uh, was quite expensive for, for a youngster. So a more affordable option was uh, photography. Okay. And that's kind of how I, how I got and what, started. And what age were you at this Probably about 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. So, so I used to make um, Super 8 films with uh, with neighborhood kids, and I really enjoyed doing it, but um, I wanted to do more and more, uh, but it's very, very expensive to, to do. So uh, it was easier to uh, be able to afford a 35 roll of photography film, so that I went down that road. Okay. Fair. Yeah. So this is kind of when you're 13. What, what kind of happened then? Did you... Right. Well, um, I went to a specialized uh, high school. Okay. Yeah, I think you call it a secondary school, right? Yeah. Yeah. A secondary school. Uh, I went to a specialized high school for uh, communication arts. Okay. And there is where I studied photography as well as my normal classes, math and science and so forth. Uh, but I specialized in photography and some filmmaking as well and basically communication arts altogether. Um, at my, in my last year of school, I got an internship with a New York fashion photographer. Um, so at a very early age, about 15 or so, I found myself in the, in, in the 80s New York fashion world. And wow. it was uh, quite, quite amazing. Uh, met a lot of supermodels, Iman and Christy Brinkley. I don't know, know if you know of these, yeah, these yeah, names, yeah. The, the original supermodels. Uh, so, and this is at the age of 15? At the age of 15. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was quite amazing. Um, all the razzmatazz of, of being in that world at such an early age, uh, I knew that uh, photography was what what my path would would be yeah so once i graduated high school um the photographer that i worked uh for did the internship for gave me a job as a second assistant a kind of runner and that's okay. where i kind of learned the ropes um i did that for a year year and a bit and i decided that um i would go back to university or I'd go to university so i went to the school of visual arts uh for a few years and uh uh, my personality is such that I like to um, run before I can walk. So uh, that was moving a little bit too slow for me. 
And uh, being that I was born in London, I decided to uh, pack up university and move to London to uh, uh, pursue my career as a photographer. Okay. So wow. that's 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 how I ended up in, cut, in Europe. Cut your teeth yeah. on, uh, on photography. Yeah. So you packed up, moved over to London. I packed up, moved over to London. Um, took a while to get get myself uh, settled, but you, you know, eventually I got myself settled and I became an assistant. Uh, and that in the in the early days, that is how you became a photographer. You were you were an apprentice to photographers. So I was a freelance assistant, and um, I worked for various. Uh, photographers uh, with, who specialized in various um, areas, okay. such as cars, um, people, fashion, food, still life. And I, and I think working in all of those areas is how I became to be known as an overall advertising photographer, where I have a skill set uh, in all areas. So okay. I can shoot food, people, uh, still life, every, everything. That I'm that I'm asked to to do. Okay, um, so that that that's basically how how I got started. Between that point and today, have you continued to kind of follow your gut in in those decisions? Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, following on from assisting, uh, one of the photographers that I assisted thought I was ready to start up on my own. Uh, he owned a two-story studio complex in the center of London, and he kindly offered me uh, a floor, uh, a, st- a floor to start up my own studio, and obviously to rent it from him. But that's basically how I got started. Being able to have my own space in the center of London at such an early age, um, I was able to uh, quickly start getting work. Yeah. So I started off. Um, with small jobs, pack shots and product photography and so forth, working for design companies, marketing companies and so forth. But I really wanted to do uh, uh, high-level advertising work, you know, and I worked my way up to that. So the way that I was able to do that was um, continually just chipping away at at uh, contacts and you know, knocking on doors, making phone calls, going and showing my portfolio, yeah, and so forth. This was the uh, the time when, um, you know, websites and and digital wasn't wasn't there. Right. You know, there was film and uh, tangible portfolios. Yeah. Uh, so you had to go and knock on doors and, with your portfolio, with your portfolio, yeah. and show it and. Um, you know, it, it was something beautiful about that because it, it you know, it you had to have have uh, an understanding of the craft of photography. It's yeah. completely different to uh, what photography is now in in regards to digital and, versus traditional. Yeah, and did you find that it just flowed then from there? Like, were you just? Yeah, because obviously you've so, gone through a huge kind of transition in terms of one minute you're somebody's apprentice, next minute you're you know, kind of your own photographer yes. with your own business. Yes. Yeah. The having the studio uh, was a, a real help. Okay. Because you know, a lot of young photographers um, to get to that point uh, takes a long time and a lot of uh, 
of, of cost involved. So to, I was very lucky to have uh, this mentor that uh, allowed me to uh, start business there. Yeah. Now it, it didn't come for free. It came at a price. I mean, he he's an yeah. entrepreneur, businessman himself. So he gave me that break by um, taking a, a massive commission off of my my earnings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's how. But, but that was fine. Yeah. It gave me my break. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, as I started getting busier and busier and busier. I started saying, oh, well, hold on a second. <laughs> this guy is making a lot of money off of me. So I decided that, well, it is time now that I completely go on my own. So I uh, parted ways with right. that situation and got my own place and um, just took off. So from still, there. still in London? Still in London. Okay. Still, uh, still in London in the 90s. And the big curveball in my early career was the early, early 90s, the recession. Right. Hit. And a lot of photographers, a lot of industry people were out of work. Right. So um, you had to soldier on um, and see how you can weather the, the storm. So, uh, you know. So, what did that look like then? Suddenly, just clients disappeared or budgets? No, no clients didn't disappear. Budgets it, disappeared. It, budgets disappeared. Um, uh, the amount of work disappeared okay. so you were struggling to make a living right yeah so a, a lot of people were uh but if you kept your overheads down and you trimmed the fat you were able to weather the storm and get through it okay so i got through it you know i made a modest living for you know the recession was just a year or two yeah yeah but uh i i got through that and then momentum started uh, happening again yeah. and, and and it picked up and and yeah then I started moving on from there um, you know I I kept on pushing pushing uh, with contacts and getting to know people and slowly I started getting more advertising work um, and started getting more more established and uh, I was very lucky at that stage maybe mid 90s to land one of uh, London's um, top photographer uh, agents. Right. And that's when re things really kind of kicked off for me. Okay. So you actually, you, you got yourself an agent. Got myself so an agent. then they started agent. to represent you. They started to represent me, started getting me work, and that's when I got my break with getting advertising work with the agencies. So eventually I found myself working for all of the major agencies. I worked for Saatchi's and... JWT and O&M and so forth. It was fantastic. Uh, and this was a, a huge busy period um, in in my career and throughout all of the 90s. And then uh, a curveball hit and that is... <laughs> another one. <laughs> another curveball hit and that is the uh, that is the, the, the end of the decade and the beginning of uh, the dig digital re revolution. Right. Yeah, so that happened for in the photography world in 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 two thousand. Okay, roughly nineteen ninety nine two thousand, and then so dinosaurs like myself who were traditional uh, film photographers struggled a bit. Right. To make the transitions, uh, my assistants they immediately never used film. Immediately just transitioned straight into digital photography and did that help you 
or no i struggled a bit did you yeah and so, a lot of photographers older than me um um struggled yeah and some fell by the wayside right you know because all of a sudden they they were craftsmen yeah you know film polaroids uh uh film uh cameras dark room you know, and so forth. And all of a sudden, uh, they had to learn how to use a computer, <laughs> yeah. you know, and um, they struggled, you know, so I was a younger. So how, yeah. So how did you, um, how did you go about? Okay, well, that was a, a major turning point, because that is when I met my Jersey born wife, right? Um, and I decided that I was struggling to make the transition, which one uh, came first, meeting her or uh, the, the transition. The, no, the, I, I was in the midst of struggling to make the transition. Okay. Uh, into the digital age, uh, and then uh, and at that point, uh, that's when I met my right. my wife Daniela, who was Jersey born. Yeah. Um, so we decided when we got married, we decided that we'll make a a, a big change, and I decided well maybe this is the right time because I bust my butt for you know better half of a of a decade in, yeah. in London working my you know my butt off to uh, to to achieve what I what I achieved and um, so I, we decided to make that transition and that's when we uh, I decided to pack up everything pack up business right and we moved to the US Wow yeah so uh, a big a big mistake in hindsight uh, what could be seen as a mistake was that uh, I didn't go back to New York. Right. Uh, we decided to go to Florida. So Florida is a different animal to um, to New York. New York's a big city, just like London. Yep. I'm used to that kind of um, uh, culture and atmosphere. And now I'm finding myself in a sleepy little town. Yeah. Um, so didn't do my research well enough and found that... So what, what made you think of going to Florida? Uh, what, how did that come about? Uh, well, most Americans, when they retire, they go to Florida. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, my, my parents had uh, retired right. from New York and, and moved to Florida. So okay. I said, well, why, do, why are we going back to a big, you know... The city and why don't we go into the sun yeah so i made we made that decision to go there okay um so lo and behold we we're there and then i started quickly finding out that there is an industry over here at my level right yeah so i struggled with that to find that level of photography to make a success of it yeah there yeah so i decided that it would be a good time to uh go on a different path for a while it's something right. i always wanted to do so i went back to university okay went back to university and um studied for a master's degree in education right yeah um so you're probably thinking well why education yeah. when you're a photographer well because i've been in photography for so long i don't need to study photography you know i'm more of a uh, I consider myself a master of yeah. photography, so I don't need to uh, study that. So I wanted to go a different route. Yeah. So, so I studied uh, education. While doing that, uh, I made my living as a university professor teaching photography. Right. Yeah. Um, 
I was lucky enough to um, be teaching in a degree program, a bachelor's degree program for digital photography. <laughs> <laughs> so unknowingly to my students, while I was teaching them photography, <laughs> they were teaching me digital photography. Digital photography. <laughs> and that's how I overcame my transition. Wow. To uh to migrating into the digital age. I so that was the... I learned from my students. That's incredible. Yeah. So you've you've basically decided to go and study education. Yeah. So what was the what was the kind of motivating factor for that then? Why education? Was it just you just fancied something completely different i or? just fancied something completely different now the education that i uh, i um studied was design oh uh, okay so it, it it is a design education so curriculum design and so forth okay how to design curriculum how to design um courses yeah and so forth so it 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 was still creative it was uh you know, in the area of design. Yeah. Um, so it was very, very close. And being that I, you know, I was teaching at the same time, yeah. it just all made yeah. sense yeah. to go go that route. Brilliant. Yeah. So then, so you're in Florida, you're doing this. So where next? What what kind of? Well, where next is, um, we lived in Florida for, for a decade. And... Um, by that time uh, and you were doing that for 10 years then was studying and uh, studying and teaching wow for 10 years and did you so keep, it was a, it did was you a, keep co a complete you, sabbatical from advertising okay commercial did you continue to practice at all oh absolutely or did you? Okay. absolutely so i continued to practice uh i i started working and working and doing more fine art right so i uh, exhibited a few shows in in florida uh, one was at the Tampa Museum of Art, um, and another one was one my my own private shows, uh, uh, solo shows, and um, <clears throat> I continued to uh, practice that and and do small jobs on uh, on the side. I I never never left photography. You know, I was uh, you know I, I was doing something different, but I kept doing what you know is. Photography is my passion. Yeah. So that's uh, I kept on doing that. So after ten years, um, we had had our daughter Gia, and um, my wife and I decided that um, you know we would come back to Europe. Right. Because uh, my wife uh, was missing her family. Yeah. And what better place to raise uh, children than this beautiful island of Jersey? Yeah. So um, we. Moved back to Europe, right? And and I, and here here I am. So when was that? What what year did you? Uh, I think it was um, two thousand thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Great. Five years ago. Right. Yeah. So we so, moved here five years ago. Okay. So by which point you're now a digital photographer? By this point, <laughs> I'm now a digital photographer and an expert uh, in Photoshop. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. So I'm an expert in Photoshop and a digital photographer. Uh, know everything about digital photography it is wonderful. And so. did you like obviously aside from um, moving to Jersey for for family? Did you kind of feel like there was a like there was a natural kind of juncture again where you were now going to go back and 
start up again as a photographer? Absolutely. I, I Were you ready? I considered what I did in Florida as a sabbatical. Right. Yeah. My life is, is photography. It's my passion. You know, I'd live and breathe, breathe it. I was never going to leave it. Yeah. Completely. It was just a sabbatical. It was just a life journey to just, you know, educate myself in, in, in different ways. And I came out, uh, uh, definitely came, I feel I definitely came out better for it. Yeah. And did yeah. you, so obviously before you were in Florida, you were very much kind of running your own business and mm -hmm. you were kind of, you know, that you were on that kind of entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Then for those 10 years, did you continue to do that? Did you continue to feel like an entrepreneur? Did you continue to have those kind of Absolutely. Because I, I was always, uh, I, you know, I always had the freedom of working for myself my entire life since I was, you know, a teenager. Yeah. I was always a freelancer. Uh, and, you know, the only time that I was employed was when I was a university professor okay yeah and and even then i wasn't fully i i still had the freedom because i ran my own classes and and and, and so forth um that's in my uh, you know at a early age i've learned always learned to to be a uh have an entrepreneurial like a self-starter self-starter you know okay you know and that's very important to me i never thought that i can work for someone i just need to do do my own thing. And it sounds like a lot of the kind of opportunities that you've had and, and that kind of drive have been linked to people that you've met and that, you know, there's one thing being a photographer kind of locked away in your studio, you know, focused on your craft. And then there's another thing actually getting yourself out there and meeting people and, yeah. you know, taking your portfolio around and, and yeah. doing all that. So do you think that's been a big, a, a big part of... Absolutely. How you've developed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't consider myself a really an outgoing person. Uh, it's difficult for me to, to actually go out there, but I know that it's a necessary evil. You, you cannot be successful unless you put yourself out there. Okay. You know, it doesn't, so it doesn't come naturally it to does, you? It doesn't come naturally to anyone. Okay. Uh, uh, to, to anyone, uh, success. You, you have to find success right so you got to work hard at it and um and, and you know to answer your question you know it doesn't come naturally to me to go out and network and things like that i you know i'm not uh, very good at that i don't really enjoy doing that i'd rather be in the studio yeah behind the camera or you know or behind my computer um but i've you know i do it yeah you know and i try and do it as best as i as i can and um it's proven to uh, to to be successful for me, so great. That's good. So, what does success look like then? Would you say success? Um, it's definitely not money driven uh, for me. It's being able to have the freedom of uh, to do what you want to do in life and to enjoy ex it. Express yourself. Or... Express yourself and enjoy doing it. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what um, success. Uh, looks like to me great yeah. so how does it so what does it look like at the moment then in jersey like explain kind of today what does the business look like um the business is very busy um i had to um 
pinpoint where the areas of opportunity uh, lie in, in Jersey. And I, I kind of see that as it's uh, one of the biggest industries is finance. Okay. Uh, so I shoot uh, a lot of uh, corporate uh, photography yep. here in Jersey. There's not a great deal of e-commerce product photography here um, in, in Jersey. So, and that's an area that I really specialize in uh, as well. Um, so I don't get a lot of that here. So most of the work I do is uh, either lifestyle or corporate photography. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to still have uh, clients uh, that I worked with years ago in London. And they, we grew up together. They right. were young art directors back then as I was a young, young photographer. As I've come back to Europe, they're now the bosses. Okay. They're the creative directors. They're running ad agencies and so forth. So I, I, I have a few of them that um, uh, we were very close back, back in the days. And uh, they can, uh, now I'm back in Europe. Uh, they continue to give me work. Brilliant. Yeah. And so you've got a dedicated studio in Jersey. I have a dedicated studio. I've just moved into my new studio space on King Street. Um, just setting it up now and settling in. Uh, very, very, ex- very, very exciting. Yeah. Excellent. So I look forward to um, this new uh, this new chapter in, in Jersey to create great work and, and to forge on with um, uh, offering Jersey as, as you know, as good and quality photography that I, that I can. So when you look back at your career and your kind of business to date, would you say that um, those kind of curveballs or challenges, stroke opportunities, that that's kind of an, an inevitable? It's almost how you, it's kind of what you do with them? Or? Absolutely. is the way that you meet those challenges is, uh, and, uh, is how you will come out on top in the end. And do you think that you're... Um, you're more prone to deal with those from the gut or from the head? I think both. Okay. Uh, I think both. I think, um, you know, I've developed uh, developed a lot of uh, experience from an early age. So that experience is, um, it develops uh, natural instincts. Um, so where, where challenges... Um, where things are challenging, I naturally kind of try and meet those challenges, um, you know, from the gut, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So if you were to give, um, if you were able to kind of part one piece of advice to anybody, what would it be? Follow your dreams, you know, and your, uh, your, your passion. If you want to, if, if you feel like if, uh, you want to, have success in a certain area um the one thing i can say is that you have to work really really hard at it and uh, you can achieve anything that you want to achieve if you work extremely hard at it you know it's achievable great so if anybody wants to find you on social media online where can they find you glenn uh well my website is uh glenn Perot. Dot com and from there you can um, email me find me on Facebook find me on Instagram um, find me on LinkedIn uh, so that that's kind of like the area that you can see everything that I do and and, and find me in all the social 
media platforms. That's brilliant. Yeah. All right, great. It's been great speaking to you today, Glenn. Thank you very much for having me. Speak to you soon. Yeah. Thanks. Good, Good deal. You've been listening to The Curveball, a podcast by Jersey Business, presented by Chris Morris of Interval Marketing. To find more episodes of our podcasts, go to our website or wherever you usually get your podcasts from. For more information on how Jersey Business can support you on your business journey, visit our website at jerseybusiness.je.